Please stand as we receive the gospel of Jesus Christ from Luke, the first chapter, through the 20th verse. I'm reading from the King James Version. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Because he was of the house and lineage of David. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, who was great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. Fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Yea, shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is to come to pass, which the Lord hath made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and them concerning this child, the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. 
And all that heard it wondered at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary, Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Lord, here we are to worship, here we are to bow down, here we are to say that you are indeed our worthy and holy God. On this night that we celebrate the birth of our Savior, speak to our hearts, O God. Speak, for your servants are listening. This is your servant prayer. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen. Have you ever received a claim check? You know, it's a piece of paper. One side you get and one side is attached to your stuff. It means that you are owed something in return for this tiny little piece of paper. Maybe it's the other end of your baggage receipt, you know, when you drop it off at the airport on one end and you expect it to be at your destination on the other end. Or maybe it's at a museum where your bag is just a little bit too big and you have to leave it in the bag check. Or at a restaurant when it's 20 degrees outside and they have a coat check and you can leave your coat there because you do not have need of it. Right in this very moment. All claim checks have a purpose. They say, I gave you something that belongs to me and you're going to hold it for me for just a few moments and you promise to take good care of my stuff. While I go do what I need to do. Hope is a function of expectation. In the Old English, we think that the word hope appeared somewhere in the 500s. But if we look further than that, what we learn is that the word hope appears in the Greek and the Hebrew even further back to that. It's one of the oldest and most tangible words that we have. Hope in the Hebrew means to expect something. But hope in the Greek 
means that there is a cord that binds us to something. Hope. How many of you have spent the last few years living in limbo? Waiting to see what happens next, what happens after the pandemic, what happens after everybody gets well, what happens after the kids grow up just a little bit more, what happens after we retire, what happens after I get a new job, what happens after I get a vacation, we live in this place of limbo. But in limbo, we expect that something will change on the other side. So, so if we are really honest with ourselves, whether we have defined our living as hopeful living or not, if we live in this place where we wait to see what is next, then we are indeed people of hope. I told the congregation on Sunday that my friend who pastored the church in Gingingsburg, Ohio, Mike Slaughter, he would tell his congregation every Christmas that Christmas is not your birthday. But you do receive a gift. You see, the first Christmas, a claim check was issued with your name on it. And even before that, a claim check was issued with your name on it. If we go back to the prophet Isaiah, which you heard a little earlier tonight, what you heard is a child has been born. A son given. He is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Great will be his authority and there shall be endless peace. It was a promise made. A claim check issued. Wayne. Hold on to this check because one day you're going to be able to turn it in and in, in you will receive the fulfillment of the promise that this child shall be born. For unto us, a gift is given. For unto us, a child is given. For unto us, hope is given. For unto us, 
wait for it. Christmas Eve is the transition from knowing what the promises of God are to receiving those promises that God has made good on. It's like Christmas Eve is like when you drop your bag off with the Delta agent and you land at your destination and the app goes off and it says, ding, your bag landed with you. Anybody else had a moment like that? Is it going to make it? I'm going to get on the plane, but is my bag going to get on the plane? Is this claim check worth anything at all? Mary, Joseph, Bethlehem, taxes, manger, raising the Savior, angels, naysayers, doubters, people who wonder if God is present, those who wonder if these promises are still good, those who wonder if the claim check is worth anything other than the piece of paper that it's written on. Let me ask you, what if Mary gave up? What if she said, I don't want to wait to see if what God is saying is true? What if Joseph said, I don't care what the angel of the Lord said. Mary, I'm going to take you into the public square and let them stone you, which is our custom at this time. What if the angels said to God, oh, I don't want to go and declare good news. This is a crazy situation, and I don't know what those people are going to do down there. What if, what if the people decided that they did not want to wait for the hope that God would make good on God's promises? It's hard to wait. We live in a society where we like our things right now. I'm a bit of a tech girl, and I really like my tech toys, and I get a little, you know, squirmy if my new phone doesn't show up at my door on the day that the new phones are released. I don't like to wait for it. And I have hope in AT&T that they are going to do what they say they are going to do 
and that they are going to fulfill the plan, the promise, the contract that we have that when the new phone comes out, it shows up on my step on launch day. From the promise of Jesus in Isaiah. Between Isaiah and the gospel of Luke, all hell breaks loose. Nothing goes the way the people think it should go. Things get hard. There are rough times. There is exile. There is economic hardship. There is trouble at work if you can find a job. There are plagues and there are pandemics. There are family issues and there are gifts that are expected but that don't show up. Between Isaiah and the gospel of Luke, between the promise and the promise made good, there are 17 prophetic books. 17 prophets tell us that a savior is coming. 14 generations from Abraham to David and 14 more generations from David to exile and 14 more generations from exile to Jesus. I don't know about you, but that's a lot of waiting. Don't give up. That's the good news of Christmas. Do not give up. Don't stop waiting. Don't stop expecting. Don't tear up your claim check. Because hope is still good. And God is still good. And Jesus will be born in Bethlehem. And Jesus will be the light of the world. And Jesus is the wonderful counselor. And Jesus is the prince of peace. And Jesus is the mighty God. And Jesus is the great I am. From Isaiah to Jesus, there is hell. But when we get to Jesus, how do we get there? Surrender. It can't be our way. If I had things my way, it would be 75 degrees outside. It would be 65 degrees in here. Amber said that's a little too cold. 
everybody would have a place to lay their head tonight. Nobody would be hungry. Nobody would be afraid. Nobody would be lonely. And everybody would choose Jesus first. But I'm not in charge. And I'm not God. So we must surrender. How do we wait? How do we hold on to our claim check? How do we look forward with hope? We must surrender and we must expect that what God said is good. That that baby born in Bethlehem all those years ago is the same baby, the same Christ that gets us from hiccup to hiccup to craziness to pandemic to joy and to peace expect that God's word is good surrender expect and live how many times have you just wanted to crawl up in a ball and say I give up If I'm honest with you, today I was on the struggle bus. I was like, Lord, why do we have to have Christmas Eve when the wind chill is negative degrees outside? Lord, nobody's going to come to church but me and Jay and Wayne and the choir. And we're going to be in here by ourselves because it's so cold. Lord, do I really have to get dressed today? It's not easy to live expectantly. But do it anyway. Did you hear it? It is not easy to live expectantly but do it anyway because there you will find the hope there you will find the joy there you will find the peace there you will find the love and there you will find the fulfillment of the promise that this child that has been born for us the savior of the world the wonderful counselor the mighty God the everlasting father the prince of peace The answer on the other end of your claim check. Surrender. Expect. Live. And hold on to that claim check. 
Because it cannot be revoked, it cannot be downgraded, it cannot be taken away from you, it cannot be transferred. Don't lose it, you can't lose it, it cannot be altered because it is indeed Jesus, the light of the world. It is our hope, it is our joy, it is our love, it is our grace, it is the peace that passes all understanding, it's the joy in the baptism, it's what makes the water ordinary to extraordinary, it is what makes Christmas Christmas. Today can be just like any other day. Or it can be the day that you pull out your claim check, make sure that you still have it, be reminded of the hope that we have in the waiting, and celebrate. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, you are our hope. You are our strength. You are our joy. You are the greatest gift there ever was. You are the silent night, the holy night. that keeps us keeping on. The joy of Christmas. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen.